We're here on a Wednesday night, and it's the Wayne Cueto Show. A little bit earlier than normal, but I thank you all for joining us. I'm wearing my LAFC jersey because I'm going to go and support my boys tonight at the Bank of California Stadium. And uh, I'm excited about that. So I have to push my, sh- my show up a little bit early. But what we're going to talk about tonight, I think, is very important and relevant to what's going on today, particularly around the college football, national news, and, of course, that Hawaii connection, because that's what we're always talking about here on the Wayne Cueto Show, presented by Hawaii Sports Fans. Check us out, Hawaii Sports Fans, at hisportsfans.com. That's highsportsfans.com. You're going to hear a lot about Hawaii sports fans soon because that ESPN 1420 virtual sports festival is coming up very soon. And that's exciting. I got to be, um, because we already recorded it, we already recorded my uh, little symposium. So I get to talk about the joy of traveling, sports travel, and the hardcore ultimate sports traveler that I am. And a little bit about Hawaii sports fans. So if you had been to the ESPN 1420 Sports Festival in the past, there used to be a lot of booths. And then there would be in the, you know, the atrium or, you know, the auditorium, there would be speakers talking about different things about sports and um, different facets of the game from uniforms to officiating to whatever, to wrestling. There is everything. And it's that's a great thing, a part about that sports festival that I enjoyed. And it's cool now, nine years after I was just a guy with a booth, and now I get to be uh, featured and talking. So please look out for that. And if you're listening to 1420 AM radio, look out for this too, because you'll probably hear it very soon if you haven't heard it yet. For the ultimate sports experience, book a trip with Hawaii sports fans. Check out their I Love LA package, which includes the University of Hawaii football team season opener at UCLA. Plus, the Dodgers hosting the Diamondbacks and Shohei Otani at the Angels hosting the Yankees. You'll get amazing seats for every game. Hawaii sports fans will take away the stress of travel, letting you enjoy the games you love. For more information and available tours, visit hisportsfans.com. So that is the on-air commercial, the ad running on 1420. So the I Love LA Tour, like I said, I have a picture of it on the screen if you're watching um those home run seats in left center i just saw another home run hit there by the dodgers and that's where we're going to be sitting it's a very rare area to sit in first of all you have to pay a lot of money if you want to reserve that whole area which we've done already at hawaii sports fans and you can be a part of that um so check us out hisportsfans.com send us a private message on any of our social media channels we'll be, we'll be very sure to return uh your message but check it out uh that la dodger experience alone will be an experience sitting in the home run seats brand new seats on a friday night get to go early experience batting practice balls are going to be coming right into the area we get the whole space to ourselves. all you can eat dodger dogs nachos peanuts pretzels soda says you need a sugar rush to go with your dodgers uh game for sure um but check it out it's going to be an incredible experience and if you're on the vip tour not only you're going to be able to do that you're going to be able to go to the angels game on Monday night, August 30th, to see Shohei Otani from a suite. And we're going to have food, drink, alcohol included as well. And that's the kind of difference here at Hawaii Sports Fans. We want to bring that experience to you that we have, you know, that just hasn't been done and isn't being done anywhere. Just frankly, frankly, it isn't being done anywhere because it 
it is such a difficult thing to pull off. You know, uh, these tours are very small. There's not a high, um, I, I hate to say the word profit margin because it sounds like um, I, there, there is no margin. I'd put it this way. I, at this point, you know, it's these trips are all about bringing people together. And that's what I want to do. And hopefully eventually together we can go on even bigger adventures as groups to the World Cup. We've already been to six Super Bowls. We've already been to Australia, to New Zealand. So it's just the next level. What's the next level going to be? So I'm hoping that um, you can join us. But come along because we have a great one in store in L.A. Uh, pretty soon. And that's going to be in just about a month. So check us out, HISportsFans.com. If you're going to the game on your own, the US UCLA game, Hawaii football's first game of the year, we uh, you know we have a tailgate and, and, and included with our package as well. But if you want to go on your own, you can always come with us too to some of the other parts, just like this Dodger game. So I'm now opening it up. To anybody that's coming up to LA on their own, check us out, hisportsfans.com. Reach out, private message me uh, on my personal Facebook or um, social media channels, or you can you know contact through Hawaii Sports Fans and we'll get back to you. But speaking of Hawaii football, uh, I want to talk about Coach Nick Rolovich a little bit. And you see that photo I have, if you're watching the live stream, because you can also listen to the podcast on the Hawaii Sports Fans channel. Um, and that is available at Spotify, Apple, uh, Audible. So wherever you get your podcasts, you can also listen to the show or you can watch our, our, uh, our, our little visual, visual podcast here. Maybe that's, that's a different way of looking at it as well. If you are on our Facebook, um, please like us as well. Subscribe to our YouTube where this is also, um, where you can also find more about our show and um hawaii sports fans some of you know i'm very very uh uh enamored i guess because it's like a, it is a relationship it is a love affair um myself personally with the university of hawaii since i was a very tiny kid and my grandparents and um you know i grew up to even love the team even more um wherein i've been able to not miss a game that i've been able to get into because of course the pandemic uh, for five years, over five years now. Coming on six years, I haven't missed a home or away game. Nobody can match that. And I'm not bragging about that. I'm just laying out the facts. Um, and it, it, it was fun. It's been fun. Um, it's not easy for sure. And there's a lot of other sacrifices I do have to make. But at the end of the day, I really just want to see this program thrive and the program in general. So some players will come through, coaches will come through, administrators will come through. That's great, and I hope they become fans. But I'm a fan of this program, which transcends all of that. So the guys in charge need to be doing a good job always. If you're an administrator, if you're a coach, you are charged with doing well and, and doing your best in for us, for the fans, especially when you're at a state university, for the taxpayers. And uh, especially when you're in the highest state-paid employees, for um, the people who are struggling, in, in, especially in a time of pandemic. So with that being said, this is not about, you know, making a lot of money, but it is a lot about responsibility and having that position and having that kuleano, which is a word I bring up a lot on this show because uh, as Native Hawaiians, we believe in living pono. We believe in living in harmony with our land, with our environment, with other people. And one of those things is understanding our kuleano, our responsibility and Nick Rolovich is a guy right now under siege from a lot of people um, 
for his, what they see as dereliction or neglect of his kuleana as head coach at Washington State. Of course, Nick Rolovich is no longer the coach at the University of Hawaii, but he was. Um, and I had a chance to talk to him on many occasions. And I definitely respect him for not only as a player, because he left a legacy as a player, but as a coach, he left a great legacy at Hawaii. Um, his last game, beating BYU in a bowl game, earning double-digit victories that season. His first game in Sydney, Australia. I was there for. I was there for every Nick Rolovich game. I never missed one game where he was coach. In the four years that he was coach, I never missed one game. Um, and I was there on the sidelines for every single game, or not the sidelines. I wish I was in the sidelines. I was in the stands, or and sometimes I had a sideline seat. But sometimes I got to be on the field, which was really cool as well. And I, I always had very positive interactions with coach Rolovich and um, I'm also really good friends with his mom who is really really cool and just a outstanding lady who um, loves her son obviously um, but also loves supporting her son and loves supporting his school so um, that's something that I I definitely appreciated about her but she used to come to a lot of games too and um, sit by me so you know sending my love to Lori Rolovich somebody who um, I definitely uh, miss having in the stands. Um, but with that being said, I have to tell you straight up, I don't agree with Coach Rolovich's position. That is to not be vaccinated. And for myself, and this is something that I've brought up from the very beginning of this pandemic, once we got vaccinations, once we knew that we would have vaccinations, that those vaccines would be the key to us returning to full strength. Um, <clears throat> You know, it's uh, it's going to be one of those things that in in uh, in well will always be controversial. But what let's talk about the controversy, and that's the one thing. Coach Rolovich created controversy, really. I mean, this is why his face has been plastered all over ESPN. This is why um, the Seattle Times editorial board has called for the school to either remove him if he can't change his position. So he's definitely ruffled a lot of feathers. And um, the Pac-12 did have their uh, their media days, and they were in Los Angeles. And Coach Rolovich appeared via Zoom because he stayed obviously behind in uh, Pullman, Washington. But a lot of the reasons that people are saying, you know, Coach Rolovich, I mean, first of all, set the vaccination thing aside. I mean, Coach Rolo said that, or let's put this on the forefront. He said that he had personal reasons. So, okay, we're going to go with whatever personal reasons he is because you're allowed to, right? This is the free country. The vaccines work best when everybody gets them. They work the very best when everybody has it. We can end the pandemic. And this is science-based. Um, this is something that... And the, sci and the efficacy of this, this vaccine has already been shown in the fact that the people being hospitalized are 100%, if not all, and the ones that usually aren't 100% uh, unvaccinated. And the ones that maybe make it into the hospital that were vaccinated, that were so sick that they had to go to the hospital, it's because they had something else that probably basically made them unvaccinated. And this is according to the lieutenant governor, even in Hawaii, Josh Green, who's a doctor. Uh, he talked about this. There's three people in the hospital right now, and there's like 78 others who are unvaccinated and three vaccinated. And the three vaccinated have other conditions and are so old that it's the vaccine really doesn't work on them that much anyway. So this is the reason that they're there. So that with that being said, I mean, we've already seen the 
how effective it is. It's hard right there because we've been sitting in our rooms, in our homes, waiting for something to get us out of here. And we've had seasons go on with canceled games, with postponed games, and there's no reason to do that again. And that's one of the biggest reasons, and this is kind of an awkward thing, because at those same PacWest, um, or excuse me, PacWest, shout out to the PacWest Division 2, but in uh, Division 1, the Pac-12, in those Pac-12 meetings, the rival coach to Washington State, University of Washington in Seattle, on the west side of the state, if you've been to uh, the state of Washington, you probably, usually most people go to Seattle, even though I've been to both sides, I've been to the middle, even the central Washington, it's all very beautiful, it's a very beautiful state. Um, but politically, it is very different from the east to the west side. And uh, it's unfortunate because when somebody in position like, you know, Coach Rolovich, where he could encourage so many people to get this vaccine, especially in an area on the east side where there are probably a lot more hesitant people to get this vaccine than there are on the west side of the state, his voice could be a crucial one to getting more people vaccinated. And this is something that has caused the ire of so many people, including people in the editorial board at the Seattle Times, a major paper, because Washington State, as a school, their image is affected by the athletics program, for one thing. Coach Rolovich is their highest paid employee. He's the highest paid employee on the entire campus. So even though he's not the university president or he has a boss, he gets paid more than him. And we all know that that says a lot as well. So with that in mind, it, it's almost as if the entire school, when Coach Rolovich, Coach Rolovich speaks or when he makes decisions, it's almost like the entire school is affected by it as well. Their image. They're, especially now, trying to open or they just opened a new medical school and trying to be science leaders. It's hard. It's almost like a step back. Hello to everyone in the comments. Uh, what's up, Aaron? Aloha, Jenny. Aloha, Grant. He said, I wish I had $50,000. I wish I did too. Um, thankfully, you don't even need $50,000 to come to Hawaii Sports Fans Tour. Go check it out, hisportsfans.com. Um, Grant says he's been stuck in his room since March 2020. Yeah, a lot of people have been basically stuck and they can't get out, you know, and um, it's, it's frustrating more because something we've been talking about since the very beginning is this vaccine and waiting for it to come out so that we are able to finally get out of our rooms. What's been kind of awkward at the Pac-12 meetings is that Coach Rolovich, on one hand, speaking, was one of the only, the only coach, imagine this, of the entire conference. He's the only coach that didn't show up because he didn't want to be vaccinated. And I'm all about standing out on, a, on an island and, and if you have something you deeply believe in. I'm not sure what his deep-seated beliefs are because he chose not to reveal them. Of course, I'm going to respect him, and I do love him on a personal level because he's Nick Rolovich, and he's somebody that's really important to the school. But at the end of the day, he puts his team in jeopardy as well because he could be a vector or somebody. I mean, especially if he is unvaccinated, I mean, he puts himself at risk. Whenever he's in a crowd, whenever he's around people, and as somebody in his position, he's going to be constantly around people. And we already know that games can be canceled, and this is what happened last year for University of Washington. 
So across the state in Seattle, you have the University of Washington Huskies, and where they have 100% of their football staff vaccinated, 91% of their football players vaccinated, and 90% of all student athletes are vaccinated. Um, and you know the goal, I think, was 85%. So they're already past the goal, and you know they'll probably work their way up to 100 as well. And that should be the goal because you want to ensure that you don't have any games canceled. And I'm going to say as a Hawaii fan as well, I'm going to be very disappointed if there are canceled games, you know. I'm going to be disappointed that we um, have something like a vaccine available for a disease or for, excuse me, a virus that killed one of my friends. You know, I know he would be alive if he had a chance to get the vaccine. Um, it put several of my friends in the hospital one who had 104 degree temperature, I mean, which is crazy high. I mean, that's almost death right there. And he had a seizure and had to go to the hospital. And this was in Texas. So these are real threats. And Coach Rolovich, you know, should understand that um, not only is it you could jeopardize your season or a game or forfeiture, but you could also get really, really, really sick. For me personally, and this is the first time I'm saying this on the show, but I, I went through my, a whole pandemic until April where I, I got my, my second shot in April of this year, Pfizer. Prior to that, I traveled to 10 states. I went to football games. I went to Super Bowl. I went to the NFL playoff games. I uh, went to games in Texas, Colorado. I uh, went to Wyoming, Kansas. You guys know I travel a lot. Never got the virus. I never got infected, and I was very lucky. I got my vaccination, and two months later, after being fully vaccinated in June, I got infected. And I only found out because I got tested. I did feel a little bit off, but not like sick. But I got, you know, was infected. But of course, my first reaction was like, what? I'm vaccinated. This is crazy. Well, how can I get infected? But then I realized this is the vaccination at work right there, literally. I mean, at worst, I had like a little sinus pressure like a little sinus headache that I would wake up with that I had for like a few days. But that was it. I didn't lose my taste. I didn't my, have any breathing issues. I mean, right there alone is enough for me to be excited about the fact that I had the vaccine. I mean, just to what people have described to me, my own friends. I don't even need to look at the, read a paper or find out, you know, stories from other people. I know my own friends and family. So being able to not have to worry about what the symptoms could be and what the odds are going to be for me to lose my taste forever or have long-term. We have people that have contracted COVID that have long-term symptoms and never been themselves since they you know, were infected. That's serious. So that's something that um, definitely needs to be taken in consideration when we're looking at people that are hospitalized. Yes, we're going to have cases for a long time. And this is why California, for example, a lot, a lot of people have been asking me about Los Angeles and what do I think LA is going to go backward, quote unquote, or of course, implement more measures. And they've already made people start wearing masks in indoors, which is what it is. But I don't see them going backward, quote unquote, anymore, because it would be like that going backward. It would be, and we have the vaccine in place. It's free. Anybody can get it. You have to go out and get it. So help to bring everything down. Back to this UW coach, uh, University of Washington coach, he talked about last year. They had games. He said, just having our season get derailed last year when there was no vaccine, we don't want that to happen again. He just said that. 
And then he talked about the NC State baseball team and the College World Series not being able to get into games. So this is at the same exact meetings that Coach Rolovich is attending, albeit virtually because he chose not to be vaccinated. But you have coaches talking about an extolling. And, and to Coach Rolovich's um, credit as well, he did uh, say that he is not against vaccines and he encourages people to be vaccinated. So that's something that needs to be said as well. Like he does, he did say that um, he believes that people should be vaccinated. And he believes that um, he said that we will continue to educate the remaining unvaccinated players on the benefits of it. And I think we all know this virus is deadly and these vaccines are free. I urge everyone to consider being vaccinated. I do. So he's saying himself that he encourages every. Uh, so it's a little bit confusing. Yes. So I wish... In my, in my opinion, I, I would just hope that Coach Rolovich, whom I love, definitely on a personal level as well, would make a new statement and say, I've decided to be vaccinated and I hope everybody gets vaccinated. That's all I want to say there. There is talk about Coach possibility being able to be removed with cause. I would hate for that to happen to him. It would be, to me, not worth it for him to lose his job over this. And I hope it doesn't come to that point. But I really hope he gets vaccinated. I really, really hope he does. So that's really important to um, remember is that, you know, Coach Rolovich has always been in a position to affect change in others. And, you know, we call those people like influencers on, on, on social media. But in real life, we have influencers. And he's one of those people. And he's not just for the coach players on his team. It's for the entire university. It's for the entire region that he represents because that's how football teams are. They represent fan bases that represent regions and and cities and municipalities that have a very common thread and which is you know their support of this team so this news is 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 big right you can't just be a head division one football coach especially at a power five team and not um, get any kind of you know pushback or reaction and that's why he says that he is um, sorry for that. He doesn't want to be a distraction. So we hope it's not more of a distraction. The, they, there is policy for unvaccinated people on their campus because at Washington State, that is the policy that you need to be vaccinated to be on campus. So for him to get around that, he's going to have to get a waiver, even as a coach, even as the highest paid employee. And see, that's where the awkwardness is as well. I mean, he's a highest paid employee. So, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to enforce policy sometimes. You know, and that's what keeps it awkward. But um, sending love to Coach Nick. You know, he's a guy that went out of his way to acknowledge me and affirm the positive, um, you know, aspects that I've brought to this program myself, just as a fan, as someone that supported the team. And I appreciate that for him because that's not something that has, happens a lot, you know. Um, so I definitely know that Coach Rolo loves his team. He loves his university that he came from university of hawaii where he played where he led the team to a 72 45 win over byu in one of the biggest games of the program's history and then in another game in one of the biggest games in the program's history against byu he wins in a bowl game to secure a 10 win season um so coach Rolo will always be a part of the lore of hawaii football and the positive 
things that he brought here and he'll always be beloved in Hawaii and I and I and I and I it's hard for me to see him like plastered all over the news and national media because I I know that he's a good guy I just wish that he was more behind vaccines because I am and I think it'll be something that will help to free us all and bring fans back to the stands which ultimately is you know what we want to do is get people back in at a hundred percent without fear of getting sick or anything and you know if you have the vaccine right now a lot of that fear it will dissipate you i mean i i can go now and and feel a lot more um you know at ease that i have the vaccine because if i do get infected i know that i won't have um really really terrible symptoms I did also want to talk about uh, the na the name, image, and likeness a little bit because that legislation is one that um, a lot of people. So, as the NCAA student athlete, you're not allowed to make money basically off of the ability your sport. At the end of the day, right? So, for instance, um, and why this is unequal is for many reasons. First of all, college football makes a lot of money and basically off the off the backs of those players so this is why players need to be able to be um, given some kind of compensation in some way so this is not even from the school this is from you know other entities and and maybe the school as well I guess the school as well could put them in commercials. so basically using their name images and likeness so for video games so this is what started it all Ed O'Bannon who played for UCLA a basketball player you, you look up, you know, his fight uh, against the NCAA and and the legislation that changed because of what he inspired in his legal battles. But this is a next level. This is saying that, hey, anything can happen. If you're a football player in college and you're amazing, any any business, any entity can give you money uh, for promoting their product, maybe. And that's one thing, too. I mean. Look, what's going to stop somebody from saying you're promoting my product and they're just giving them money? So, you know, if you're a plumbing, you know, a plumber, Diamond Head Plumbing, I'm just going to bring them up because people in Hawaii will, you know, know their commercial. They, Diamond Head Plumbing wanted to, um, you know, sponsor a player, say, I don't know, the kicker, uh, one of them, and be like, hey, wear this Diamond Head Plumbing shirt after and before all the games and like come on our radio and, you know, say, I am the kicker for the University of Hawaii. Like that's legal now. That wasn't legal before. And I don't know if you guys remember, uh, Foodland had a commercial in Hawaii. Foodland is a a chain in Hawaii, and um, they uh, a supermarket chain, and they had a bunch of University of Hawaii athletes in their commercial, which was totally illegal. And I, they somehow got away with it. I don't think that you know it was just it was probably more because they weren't you know, really attracting that much uh, attention, the University of Hawaii on the national scene. But now with the internet, everything is, you know, there's attention everywhere. Um, but uh, Hawaii, uh, or since then, um, as the cases have been moving through the courts and now the Supreme Court opening the way for this, the floodgates have kind of opened, right? And also looking back at players who have received money in the past, people are saying, hey, why don't we go back in time and look at people like Reggie Bush who got his Heisman stripped. Um, and that today was resolved that he will not actually get his Heisman back. And actually everything retroactively will not be overturned. So it's like this legislation is only moving forward. 
um, which really sucks because I, I think Hawaii men's volleyball deserves a 2002 national title, which I was there for in State College, Pennsylvania. Costa Steel Caridis was uh, deemed to be uh, a play. He was um, illegal, I guess, uh, against policy to play. I don't even know how to say it, but NCAA. So they stripped Hawaii of the national title in 2002. And he didn't even get paid. It was just because he was playing with pros. Which, and then this is like crazy. These, these, this is crazy. Um, but now, and I think in a lot of ways, this is uh, a, a It'll help the players. This is at least pushing the needle in the right direction. Players or the good players are going to be able to um, make money off of their likeness. Say, for instance, Central Pacific Bank, which is a bank that announced a, a partnership with Chevin Cordero, their quarterback. So Chevin will probably appear on commercials on TV, kind of like how Marcus Mariota was appearing on commercials. Um, Chevin will probably be on ads at the bank, like you know. So they'll use him as basically uh, like a model or an actor. For some of us who now have to battle with these other guys now for for roles, but um, you know it'll it'll be positive for you know UH being able to probably attract a certain level of of um, skill player. Like I'm gonna say, of course, other other fan bases are bigger, other fan bases are more serious, other fan bases like the University of Miami, for instance, is on a different um, you know stratosphere and they already have a guy that said uh who owns a mma training facility that he's going to give 500 dollars per month to any of the players on the team any miami football player that uh promotes his chain so that's pretty cool and they said that he also wants to create a company called bring back the u which is built for creating nil opportunities and i think that that is i think that can be done at any school so i think there's a fear that people are like well hawaii's going to be even more left behind yes but maybe not. No, maybe not. I mean, like, it's almost like having an endowment of a scholarship on a like, you know, or an endowment for like a professorship, right? And in some schools, in the history department, has one position, a tenured position for a, a professor that is endowed by a rich person or something. So you know, positions on the team might be like that eventually. Like, if you're a quarterback. It's almost like you're definitely Central Pacific Bank is probably going to want to sign you or something. So there, there's going to be incentives for people to come to UH as well. I don't think, I don't think that's the major issue that's going to affect UH. I think the ma major issue affecting UH is the fact that they're losing fans and they're not getting fans. There's a deficit of fans coming in and fans leaving, more leaving, and um, it's going to be even greater when this when you can only get 9,000 people, which is a very very tiny and sad number, into a stadium for a Division One football game. So that's a bigger issue. Then, um, you know, whether you know, players are getting paid at other schools more money because UH will still get players and there'll be enough players that are going to be getting paid. But um, there are players that uh, have YouTube channels because they're, you know, show off their football prowess. And there was a kid like that at Florida International, a kicker, and he's kind of famous. He actually came to Hawaii recently and then Bray or talked about on his Facebook how much he hated being quarantined like he didn't have it. Uh, or on his uh, page. So he's he's a big personality. And I don't want to like downplay it. Some of these people have like millions of followers, of organic followers. So not just buying fake followers, which a lot of people do. A lot of these people have actually put out content and created a fan base based on their abilities, which is totally fair, totally fair, right? If you are on a violin scholarship at UH, you can, you know, certainly play violin gigs at, you know, a fancy restaurant in downtown 
um, you know, on Tuesday nights. Like that's legal. You know, you can use your ability and your, um, you know, and, and the thing about college athletics too is that there's a certain amount of notoriety, right? Or um, not just notoriety, of, of fame, popularity. Popularity, right? Especially when you are, uh, you know, on the news a lot or in Hawaii, you know, people talk about your team a lot. And, you know, this is a good chance for those kids to make some money while they have a bit of fame or popularity because it's not going to last for basically all of them. I mean, a lot of them probably think it's going to last forever and they get treated really well. And I wish uh, for some athletes it did, like Colt Brennan, whom I love forever and ever, you know. And uh, he's one of those guys that could have made a lot of money off of his name, image, and likeness when he was a player and probably deserved to be compensated for, um, you know, the time that he spent at UH when he could have gone to the pros and potentially made more money. So I think there is only positives. I don't see really negatives from this. I think for players, they always need to be able to take advantage of what they especially people talking about freedom and liberty and and that's the thing like coach rolovich you know he stood up against the pac-12 players united which was something that happened during the pandemic where athletes were coming together saying they didn't want to play in a pandemic unless certain um you know certain uh incentives were built in for them such as and this is something that i agree with having medical insurance after you graduate for at least five years or whatever, three years, which is totally relevant. I mean, everybody leaves colleges. I mean, unless you unless you barely played, I don't know. Even in practice, you're going to get beat up. So most people usually leave with a certain amount of injury or a certain amount of chronic pain that they endured from uh, something on the field. So it's not like, uh, you know, everybody, it's not like just having a scholarship alone. If you get a scholarship, is enough compensation for you to be able to take all that pain because the scholarship doesn't guarantee you even that bachelor's degree that you get doesn't guarantee you health insurance it doesn't guarantee you and i learned that my my the hard way too i mean i was in the health i was in the training room a lot when i was an athlete i was i was getting hurt but after college i was playing basketball i was playing at uh, my church and a dude like went to swipe or block my shot and he broke my finger instead of blocking a shot he blocked my finger from i don't know moving forward so i was like what the heck and this is like right after college i mean you that's as that was a definitely adult moment for me realizing you know that i don't have but i also you know was playing on bad knees and i already had the bursitis i used to already get you know, um, shots in my in my arm, and which I do not. I definitely say I don't think you should do that. You should definitely try more holistic ways to take care of your body. A lot of stretching, which I am definitely enjoy. But when you take a lot of trauma and you need to, you have a lot of pain, having access to medical staff, a trainer, that's great. And so, when you're a kid, you don't realize it. Like you don't have a training room once you graduate. You don't just have a some place to dip your swollen ankle into. A, an ultra a whirlpool and then you get to do ultrasound for 20 minutes like that doesn't exist in the real world i mean it does if you pay for it if you you know um actually pay for it <laughs> once again use money so those things are important i think and i think this that's why coach rolovich and everything that is coming out the conversation that's being had now 
uh, regarding the vaccine, but also regarding players' rights and what players and student athletes should be entitled to while being students and while taking hits, while possibly enduring lifelong trauma, physical trauma, well, let alone physical, let alone mental, if not anything else, in the four years that they play a sport. Of course, there's a lot you get out of it. I love college sports, obviously, and I played for free. And I got hurt and I have, I have, you know, and I didn't even play the, the craziest highest levels and I still have pain and I still have chronic injury. Um, and I'm not looking for compensation or anything, but some of these athletes at the D1 level, especially when they're taking a lot of hits every day, they deserve the compensation. Absolutely they do. Um, so I, I, I stand behind the players and, and I hope that they um, are able to take advantage to the fullest, um, everything that they can. But I also hope that once they graduate, they become fans. And that's another thing I brought up last week. Brother Shane, go check it out, that interview with Lao Lao Head Shane Agno last week. Um, we're going to be appearing together again on a podcast soon. Shout out to Justin, our boy Justin Lopez. We're going to be doing a podcast with him soon. Um, also, I, like I said, with that ESPN Virtual Sports Fest, I did a, an interview with Dave Kawada. I hope you'll be able to check that out. talks about all of my – he asked me questions about all the places I've been and all of my – you know, the things that I've learned and maybe some mistakes I've made, but ultimately, you know, how Hawaii sports fans is, is trying to fulfill this mission that I have, uh, which is to you know, take the adventures to the next level for everybody. You know, if you have that bucket list item that you've always wanted to check off, let me know. Let me know. Was it it's the Olympics? Let me know. Super Bowl? Let me know. We've already done it six times. You know, and that's the thing is like, this is that place. Let this be the year. Let this be the time. Um, let this be uh, the time or the year that you actually allow yourself. And that's the thing is people allow themselves to indulge, right? Indulge in something that is wonderful, like watching these games and going on a tour. So I hope you're able to join me. And if you do, hopefully you're, you um, hear this ad. Let me play it for you one more time. For the ultimate sports experience, book a trip with Hawaii sports fans. Check out their I Love LA package, which includes the University of Hawaii football team season opener at UCLA. Plus, the Dodgers hosting the Diamondbacks and Shohei Otani at the Angels hosting the Yankees. You'll get amazing seats for every game. Hawaii sports fans will take away the stress of travel, letting you enjoy the games you love. For more information and available tours, visit hisportsfans.com. So, yeah, he talks about uh, taking the stress away because there is a ton of stress. Parking, even little things like that can be really annoying and can totally distract you. So... I'm going to do that for you, but I'm also going to get you the best seats. Home run seats at Dodger Stadium. This is the first year that seats or fans are even able to sit in those seats. And we're going to sit in the private box section. So this is a very, very rare opportunity to sit in these seats. You're going to have a chance to legitimately catch a Dodger home run. You're going to have all-you-can-eat food, drink, and just a lot of fun. So if you can't make it to the whole tour and you just want to do the Dodger game, let me know. We can work it out. So... Please reach out to me, hisportsfans.com. Check us out on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on whatever social media that you prefer. If you're a podcaster, check us out on Apple, Spotify, Audible, um, Pandora, uh, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, mahalo for taking me and taking Hawaii sports fans with you wherever we go. And now I'm off to the Bank of California Stadium to support my boys at LAFC. So we're going to go watch some 
soccer at the Bank of California Stadium. And you could be there too at the MLS Cup. Like I said, if you come on the VIP Sports Tour, check us out, hisportsfans.com. We'll see you next time, Sky. Next time, Sky. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. Aloha. What we do 